This past weekend, as we were leaving a mother-daughter luncheon, I was bending down to pick up all the things my girls had collected through the day, and I looked up to see three moms looking at me, then turn away quickly. I was like, that was crazy. They were clearly talking about me. So I processed for a second, picked up the rest of my things, and turned to go, and the same thing happened again. They all sort of had the same nervous look and looked away real quick, no smiles. I was like, oh my gosh, again, what were they saying about me? And then I took a breath, and as hard as it is in that moment, I thought, maybe they were saying something nice. And if they weren't, it's their issue, not mine. My husband first taught me this years ago when a similar thing happened when we were walking to dinner together, and he's like, maybe they like your shoes. And I was like, uh, did you see their look? I don't think so. But here's the thing. If you're not going to go up and ask them, and even if you do, you'll likely never know what they were saying. So your option is to accept that they were talking badly about you and spend the rest of the day talking about it and contemplating what they could be saying. My dress was too tight or who knows. Or you can decide. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume they were saying something nice. Or they weren't and it's their issue, not mine. Because we know you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it and how you interpret it. We're talking about giving people the benefit of the doubt today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Have you ever had something similar to this happen to you? I have a feeling that most of us have probably many times, more times than we would hope. But my question is, think back on one of those times and think about how you either reacted or interpreted the situation. It's interesting because I can think back on lots of times where I got myself all worked up about it and I realize now how silly that is and what a waste of energy that is for lots of reasons that we will get into. This is one of those life lessons, like most life lessons, you probably have to live through yourself and experience to really learn the lesson. But it's also one of those lessons that I wish that I would have had a little ping that someone would have told me this in my early 20s or even in high school or in college. So that's what this podcast is for today. If you haven't fully reached this realization or even if you have but maybe need a reminder like all of us do, I think this episode is going to bring a lot of value because Things happen in our daily lives all the time. They're not always going to be positive. But like I always say and like I always think, we can't choose what happens to us. But we can choose how we interpret it, how we react to it, how we label it, how we respond, how we internalize it, how we remember it, and what we do next. If something like this happens to you and you allow it to consume you, now this becomes your choice. And oftentimes we feel like this person did this to me, like that was so hurtful and unkind. But it's so empowering to take back that power 
to accept what happened to you. So if it's kind of in one of these social situations where you know people are talking about you, you don't know exactly what, it seems more negative than positive. But the thing is, where the control is, is you decide what happens next. I think a lot of times we get so worked up and we just go down this spiral. So in our mind, when this happens, I think we immediately oftentimes think of our insecurities and think about what could they have been talking about? Maybe it's an insecurity that we have that no one else has even ever said, but it's something about us, which I'll explain how this story, how that was for me. And then sometimes we just decide this must be what they were talking about. And then we kind of get in our head and get a complex about it. Maybe we call a friend, maybe at the situation we go and find someone and we tell them like, how ridiculous, do you know this girl? Like, what an a-hole, this was crazy. And now we've spiraled. And now what was such a beautiful day turns into a day about this. But on the flip side, you have control over how it affects you. So kind of going back to this story at the women's luncheon, when this happened, I immediately thought of one thing. They're talking about my dress being too tight. So I, a little backstory, I've been kind of trying to figure out a couple different health and body challenges. So I was diagnosed with SIBO, so diagnosed with SIBO, so I have some gut issues, also recently celiac, so I am completely gluten-free now, and then I also have kind of a hormone imbalance and a thyroid imbalance. So between all four things, it's kind of like what came first, what's making the other one worse, what's causing it, and how do we treat it? How do we treat it as naturally as possible? When is medication necessary? All these things. So certain times I'm more bloated. Um, the weekend of this event, I was super, super bloated. So the dress that I was going to wear to this event didn't fit. So I went out, which for me is the worst. I went out the day before to get a dress. I had my three kids plus one more kid. So I'm dress shopping, feeling super puffy. And I have four kids and a dog with me. So I go in, I find the, my favorite brand of a dress and I'm always wear one size and I was, I was trying on the next size up. So I'm trying on the next size up and I just feel like I'm pouring out of the top of it. And I'm in the dressing room having that moment where I'm kind of like, oh, I feel so uncomfortable in my skin. In the big picture, I know it will be fine. It's fine. It's one day. It'll be great. But I'm just having that moment where I'm like, oh, I'm a full, I'm not even, I'm barely fitting into a full size bigger from what I normally wear. I walk out to look in the bigger mirror. The salesperson says, we don't have the next size up, but I think you should try two sizes up. So in her mind, like I didn't ask for anything. I was just being in my quiet space trying to figure it out. In her mind, she was trying to help. In my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, like, come on now, I'm two sizes up. Like, I did not need that. Thank you very much for the help. But like, that is not what I needed in this moment. I bought the dress. I had to have the straps altered because the straps didn't fit because it was kind of, you know, like one size bigger than my, my than I normally wear. Whatever, man. I got a dress that I think the dress is beautiful. I love the brand. I have to come. I take all the kids. I'm waiting for it to be altered. Take all the kids home. Then they call the alterations is done. I race back to the mall. So like it was already like, man, if I wasn't bloated, I would have, you know, saved a half a day and all this racing back and forth. I feel uncomfortable in my body. But like, fine, we've got a dress. It is fine. Overall, I am healthy and everyone is healthy. I'm grateful. Here we go. 
So that's the backstory. So in my mind, when I see what appears to be these ladies talking about me, I'm like, they're 100% thinking about the top of this dress being too tight that I'm kind of like pouring out of the sides. In my mind, that's what I've decided. And then right away, I snap myself out of it and I'm like, no, we've been down this path before. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe it has nothing to do with what they're talking about. Who knows? I will never know. I'm not going to go up and ask them. I'm just never going to know. So I'm not going to give it the energy and the headspace and the bandwidth. I'm just not because I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Giving people the benefit of the doubt in situations like this does two things. First, it makes you walk around the world thinking that people are good. And I think that's just a good place to be at. You're friendly, you're kind, you're happy to see people, people you know, and strangers because you're out there thinking people are good. If you don't give people the benefit of the doubt, then you're like, I don't even know them. And they were just a-holes to me and tried to ruin my day. Like people suck. And then you walk around thinking people suck. And I think the reality is sometimes people are awesome. Sometimes people suck. But isn't it a better lens to have on every day when you walk out into the world that most people are good and have good intentions? It just makes for happier days, happier interactions with people, and I think just an overall better mindset. Okay, so giving people the benefit of the doubt does two things. Makes you walk around thinking people are good. Then second, and in those moments when they aren't, like you know for sure they weren't good, it wasn't kind, it didn't have good intentions, then our mindset goes to, you know what? I don't know the rocks in their shoes. Maybe they have some crazy shit going on. Maybe their life is super sad. Maybe they're dealing with hardship. Maybe they have some real struggles going on. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Rather than labeling them an asshole, I'm going to label them like, whew, that was not kind. Maybe they've got a lot going on. Maybe they just couldn't show up today and be their best, you know? And if that's not the case, maybe they don't have crazy stuff going on. Maybe they're just a point at a point in their life where they're unhappy and projecting their issues. How sad, like how sad that they have to go home and live with that. Maybe that they haven't been able to work through those issues yet. Whatever it is, jealousy or insecurity their own unhappiness. And this really resonates with comments on social media, right? When someone says something so mean and you're just like, you want to retaliate, but I just think, man, I'm really, you know, rather than thinking about me and how it affects me, I think, you know what? I'm good. I've worked through, I've, I've worked hard through all these years, through my twenties, through my thirties and wherever you're at in this journey, to have as few issues as possible. What a bummer that they're still in the trenches, in the thick of it, dealing with their issues, that their issues came out like that, that they verbalized like this. This is, if you listen to last week's podcast with Ashley Bellow, she said it so clearly. This is a them issue, not a me issue. And I think in this case, uh, and when we're talking about this, that is such a huge thing to consider. When is something, it it feels like a you issue because it's been put towards you or it feels like an attack on you 
or criticism, but it's a them issue. It's about their things that they haven't worked out, not you. So for me, I found it to be so, so freeing to think either, you know what, people are good. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Or maybe they have crazy things going on in their life. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And if not, I'm going to, and if worst case, I'm going to think, man, what a bummer for them that they are carrying so much weight of whatever it is that it comes out in this way. That is sad for them. You know, the bottom line here is you have to protect your headspace. You have to protect it. And some days it'll be easy. And some days you have to fight like hell to protect your headspace. But you choose if you let it in or not. When I felt like so, I already was walking into that luncheon sort of feeling insecure in my own skin. When those ladies were talking about me, not once, but twice, I felt that insecurity set in and I felt that like judgment and just like, oh, what? What is happening? And then I was like, no, 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 whatever. I'm puffier now. This is not forever. One day I'll feel more comfortable in my skin. It is what it is. That cannot be changed. What can be changed is the trajectory of my day. How am I going to let that affect me? And it's like this amazing superpower, you know, like picture yourself with this like awesome shield that you're just like, yes, that was hard, but I shielded my headspace. It's like a headspace shield, if you will. Like I protected my headspace when I had these things coming at me and all these feelings bottled up, but like, no. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt in whatever way I need to, and I'm going to protect my headspace, and I'm not going to let it pass my shield. I just think that this is one of those kind of freeing life lessons. Man, if I would have learned this, I had such a great experience in college, in my sorority, and being around lots of young women. But when there's lots of young women, there's lots of dynamics and personalities and experiences and things we're all figuring out. If I would have known all of this, then life would have been so much easier. And I never had a ton of conflict, but like all of us, there's, there's conflict. And I'm sure I, you know, picked battles I shouldn't have had or just had disagreements or pushed things or, or reacted badly to things where if I would have just sat in the headspace of how about let's give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's realize that we choose what we get to let in. And so hopefully the next time you're in a situation where maybe you feel like someone is talking behind your back or maybe someone is directly rude to you, you can reach deep down because sometimes that's what it takes and realize I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt because it's the kind thing to do and also it protects my headspace. It does, my day is not ruined. It's like a little blip in the day versus a ruin of the day. And let me tell you how the day can be ruined without you even realizing you're doing it. First, you label it like, oh my gosh, that was so devastating. That totally ruined my day. I was having a good day and now I'm having a bad day. Okay. Again, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we label it and how we proceed forward. So just by thinking those thoughts, we know how powerful your thoughts are and the words you say are even more powerful. So the minute you say, man, I'm having a bad day, oh, it changed it. Now we flipped it. Or 
Another option, maybe you find a friend or call someone and you tell the story. Likely you tell the story like even longer than it happened or, you know, because you're talking through it, you're still processing or you call someone and maybe you exaggerate the story a little bit and then your friend gets you riled up because you're like, what? How rude is that? Why would they do that? You're beautiful. They're not talking about you like that. Who are these people? Let's figure it out. You know, and then you just go down this spiral of, of the negative thing. I just try to fight off the negative as much as possible. And I think it's so automatic. We do it without intention. We're just like, that's so startling. It makes sense. We like, we need someone to nurture us. We need someone to say, A, you know, whatever they were talking about isn't true. You are awesome and beautiful. Number two, we need to hear someone else be like, that was so rude. That sucked, which sometimes feels good, But also it doesn't in the long term because then you're sitting in this. You're sitting in what happened to you and sadness and the bummer and like, you know, I think that's a lot of times the the idea that women often can't get along or women butt heads really bothers me because I really think for the most part, so the majority of women want to lift each other up and support each other. And I think I talked about this on a podcast, but I was listening to a Joe Rogan interview and they were joking about sex in the city and they were like, um, why didn't Samantha on the show, her name is escaping me at this moment. Why didn't Samantha come back for this final season of sex in the city? And, and one of the guys said jokingly, obviously because women can't get along and they all laughed and that, you know, they didn't, they didn't question it. Like that's kind of, you know, often thought of where like, of course women can't just get along like dudes do. And I just think that so far from the truth, if we can give give each other the benefit of the doubt, it is hard to be a woman, sometimes more than others. But listen, there are ebbs and flows in life and we will have super high highs and we will have super low lows and hopefully a lot more highs than the lows. And hopefully when we have those highs, we can really live in it and soak it all in and be present and be intentional. And we have those lows. Hopefully we can, you know, get our people together to get us through it as quick as possible and get back up to where we feel like we're, we're, you know, have head above water again. But the whole point with all of this is just to really try to protect your headspace and live in this happy state of mind as much as you can. And not in like a, you know, unrealistic way in a very realistic and intentional way. I think that women can be our best supporters. I have relationships now with with girlfriends that are so much more deep and and valuable and bring so much to my life more than I ever knew. You know, it's kind of like for me, I just thought I'm going to I'm going to find my husband and he's going to be my support and my person for everything and in my life it's just like he is in so many ways, but that's not the end all be all. There's so many other relationships that are so important. And I think that relationships with other women is so important. And managing the dynamics of other women is something that I think will only benefit all of us in the long term. And if it's a close friend or a stranger, the power of giving them the benefit of the doubt and knowing you don't even have to know the reason. Like, you know, you know, sometimes when you give people the benefit of the doubt, you have to like rationalize through like, why do they actually deserve a pass? 
Like, okay, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I need to know like exactly why. No, 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 no. For this, this is like, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're really having a struggle with one of their children or they're worried about their own health or they have different things going on. I don't know. I don't know if they're, you know, trying to really work through issues that they have, or maybe they just had a bad day. I don't know what it is, but I'm not even giving it the bandwidth to go down that far. I'm just thinking, whoa, what just happened was crazy. I don't know why, but I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Because here's the thing, then you go on and have a great rest of the day. You did something like kind to someone, you know, you didn't trash them in return. You didn't continue the conversation and be like, who was that girl? Hey, does any, you know, do it to your friends. Does anyone know who that girl was? Because she was really, really unkind. And it's just like, it's just like spreading it. And it spreads so fast because unfortunately something like gossipy or juicy, it just spreads faster than kindness does. It's just the way it works a lot of the time. I really think Giving people the benefit of the doubt, even if you don't know why you are, is so, so powerful for strangers, for people you know, for people you're close with, for people you've never met and you'll never see again. And if for no other reason, then it protects your headspace. You choose whether you let it in or not. So the next time you see someone talking about you, I hope that you remember this podcast or not even just that situation, but any other similar situation, whether it's direct or indirect. I really hope you can step back, take a breath, realize what it was, and then say, you know what? I'm just okay with it. I'm okay with myself. I've worked hard to work through all these issues. Whatever it is, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to carry on and have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. I value you. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for this community. So many great topics coming up. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You get a little ding when a new podcast is live. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.